This is Business Wellbeing, the podcast that brings you ideas and discussion about employee health, financial wellness, benefits, retirement plans, recruiting, and more. With your hosts, Tracy Vicario, Nick Crawl, and Roberto Flores. We're here today with Chris Wolf, retirement plan consultant at The Standard. He has 20 years of experience in the retirement plan industry, and we're really excited to have him here today. Chris, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks for being here with us today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're really excited. Uh, you know, the weather's getting really nice around here this springtime, and uh, I know you like to get out and swing it. How's uh, how's the handicap treating you these days? It, it is golfing season, mm-hmm. Nick, and so, uh, you know, I have to make sure I get my work done either very early in the morning. Yes. Or later in the afternoon to make plenty of time. I know. I would hate to impede on your tea times. So certainly we appreciate you coming out, appreciate your time, and uh, really actually look forward to hearing what you have to say. Sure. So Chris, you've been a a board member at the Western Pensions and Benefits Conference um, for a little while now. How long have you been with? Uh, This is my fourth year. Okay. Would you mind telling us a little bit about Western Pensions and what you guys do there? Sure. So Western Pensions and, and Benefits is a uh, national organization, actually on the western side of the United States, uh, with groups in uh, Colorado and, and Boise and Seattle and Phoenix and, and many other cities. And, and essentially the idea was uh, industry professionals and both uh, employee benefits and retirement plans would come together to uh, create content and, and be a network and a sounding board for ideas and discussion around those topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, with that, uh, I was asked to uh, join the board here in Portland uh, four years ago and, and have. And uh, with that, every month we try to produce some type of speaking engagement uh, for about seven months out of the year. And mm-hmm. then we also do a spring uh, spring conference or spring seminar where it's an all-day event mm-hmm. uh, pro- providing content for employee benefits and retirement plans and that type of thing. Yeah, it was a... It was a pleasure coming out and being at the most recent uh, conference, this the spring conference. Seems like you guys did a, a, a really good job with that. Yeah, thanks, Nick. We uh, we really made a, a, a sincere push this year to provide uh, more content and really advertise and push the event more than we probably have the last five or six years. You know, 10, 12 years ago, this type of event was regularly attended by over 100 people mm-hmm. because to find that content in different places was was more difficult mm-hmm. today there's a free webinar every 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 week by by mm-hmm. someone and so people are getting that education and that additional continuing uh, education uh, in different places so this mm-hmm. year we we, uh, we spent a little bit more money uh, we got a, a national speaker Tim Sanders who was formerly of Yahoo uh, we had Lisa Arnrich from the Oregon Savings Plan uh, mm-hmm. come and speak at lunchtime and, and, and then provide a number of other different uh, speakers who, who spoke on different uh, mm-hmm. topics from employee benefits through retirement plans and investments. I thought Tim Sanders was awesome. Yeah, that guy was a great keynote. I mean, some of his some of his uh, memorable lines were uh, for me were uh, leaders or readers. He went through all that information about how yeah. top CEOs read a ton. Yep, I thought that was fantastic. Book a week. Yes. Yeah, and then guys like Mark Cuban are off the charts in terms of their reading. So he was he was great. I really appreciated all his stories, and um, so that was fantastic. Were you the one? Did you uh, did you guys have a committee to find him and put him together? Yeah, we we, um, we we've had speakers in the past and spent a little bit of money. Uh, Tim was a little bit more 
than we, we typically budget for. And, and Greg Colano, who's the uh, defined contribution investment uh, wholesaler for mm-hmm. American Century here in the Pacific Northwest, had worked with Tim uh, in a previous life mm-hmm. uh, and had him speak at a previous uh, event. And so uh, Greg was the one that suggested that we, mm-hmm. we get Tim. And, and then uh, uh, myself and Greg and, and Mike Walters from Deschutes Investments all had a conference call with Tim and kind of talked about who this group is, Western mm-hmm. Pensions and Benefits, and, and some of the things that are going on in the industry. And then he took that and turned it into a, uh, you know, essentially a, uh, a keynote speech that mm-hmm. incorporated our industry, which mm-hmm. was really cool. I, th- I felt like yeah. no matter what you did in our industry, um, Tim touched on something that applied, you know, to, to your life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So looking ahead into the coming future for Western Pensions Benefits, what, what do you see? Um, what, what do you have on the horizon for initiatives and how do you see this continuing to evolve? Yeah. So one of the things that we wanted to do with the conference this year is really push attendance. And we ended up having uh, over 150 people attend, which was about uh, 60 or so more than we had last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, we reached out and got a lot more sponsorship money than we have in the past. And, and so we, we really hope to uh, drive attendance and engage more people. Uh, in doing that, the hope was also to bring to light Western Pension ben- Benefits and the, being a member. Yeah. So what we'd really like to have is more members mm-hmm. to then draw on uh, more folks for speaking opportunities, mm-hmm. more content, or just more uh, involvement. Not, uh, not, like yourself, uh, we, sure. we'd love to have you and BCI uh, not only be members, mm-hmm. but, but be involved. And, and so the, the hope was with the spring conference was to drive membership. Yeah. And, and, and so what will happen here over the summer is it tends to be a time where we don't have any meetings. Mm-hmm. But then in the fall, uh, typically in September, we'll start back up again with uh, mm-hmm. monthly content meetings, which are typically an hour in the evening or an hour mm-hmm. breakfast meeting, something like that. Who, again, just to be clear, uh, who's the profile here? Who are you looking for as members? Anybody that's in the industry. And when I say in the industry, really touching uh, any type of employee benefits, Mm -hmm. uh, any type of retirement plan, investment people, Mm -hmm. anybody that would somehow be involved with a business that maybe Mm -hmm. has employee benefits, whether you're selling them employee benefits, whether you're servicing them employee benefits. Mm -hmm. So going from all the healthcare industry Mm -hmm. uh, and all the healthcare providers to the investment world, mm-hmm. to the record keepers, to the advisors who work with those folks and the participants that are in these plans, anyone that's associated with you know, employee benefits and retirement plans yeah. really fits to be the model for someone we'd like to have as a member. Gotcha. So you've, you, you could see people that are uh, literally working in the industry or you could see HR staff, Absolutely. Uh, HR um, type folk. That, that could be associated with that, that are working on the plans on behalf of their company. Absolutely. In fact, some of the attendees of, of the spring conference were actually HR people from mm-hmm. uh, notable businesses here in the, in the local area. Mm-hmm. And, and again, you know, we're just providing content and information for folks to, to you know, uh, essentially get more education. Mm-hmm. Very good. So tell me a little bit more about um, the makeup because you have this combination of retirement plan industry, but you also have the healthcare industry, right? Correct. Tell me about that and tell me what are your objectives in terms of continuing to add membership in, in both those arenas? Yeah, I think that that's the area uh, that honestly the organization has struggled with the last several years. Uh, if you think back 10, 12, 15 years ago, um, 
a, 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 someone like yourself mm-hmm. that would be an employee benefits broker who does retirement plans, and so you would have mm-hmm. uh, a lot more interaction with both uh, the healthcare mm-hmm. uh, and benefits, and mm-hmm. then also retirement plans. Mm-hmm. In some respects, that person is has split apart, and, and now you mm-hmm. either focus on retirement plan business or you focus on healthcare and, and employee benefits. And really what we're trying to do is be the best of both worlds for anybody, which means we want members in both arenas. Mm-hmm. What makes that a challenge sometimes is providing content that everybody will enjoy or appreciate. And the reality is uh, when we have our monthly meetings, sometimes the content that we present is more for one side versus another. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so what we're really trying to do as a board to, to, to gain more members is really get the word out that we're providing content for both. And, right. and, and on a month-by-month basis, it may be a little more focused in one direction or another. Mm-hmm. You know, But I'll give you this example. You have uh, 30-so employees at, at BCI Group working mm-hmm. in the benefits and retirement plan world. Mm-hmm. How come we don't have all of you as members? Right. And, and I would venture to guess that we haven't done the price. We haven't gotten the message out there in the right way. Well, and, and that's why we're excited to have you on the show is to help promote that message because we, both Tracy and myself, did find a lot of value in coming yeah. to the conference. We thought it was great and it seems like a great avenue to continue to, to spread the message. The other thing that I would share is being in an office where, yes, I devote my daytime to retirement plans, that the merging of benefits and retirement is coming back meaning HR departments are looking for more fluidity in terms of connectivity for their benefits. They're looking for more integrations of technology and and ease of use for regulatory updates, etc. So I, I see this in, in a weird way coming back around, uh, kind of a... Uh, Kind of a shag carpet kind of a feel where it's, it's back in style. Yeah. Yeah, I like the analogy. Uh, I think you're right. I think there is some truth to that. Uh, and I think also as business people, uh, the more depth we have, uh, the better consultants we can be for the plant sponsors and employers that we work with. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, maybe you aren't an expert in, in, in uh, you know, certain types of uh, medical insurance. That doesn't mean you don't have to be somewhat knowledgeable about it to be a resource to the to the employer that you work for. And and yeah. and, and like I said uh, previously, uh, we'd love nothing more than to have more employers yeah. and HR folks uh, at those employers become members because we think this is also provides uh, you know an opportunity for networking and, and, and how mm-hmm. you know compare it to Sherm and some of the other organizations out there where those are great networking opportunities for a lot of those folks that are in those in those businesses and, mm-hmm. and they're completely different industries they just right. happen to be part of human resources mm-hmm. well you know we're all working with benefits in one form or fashion mm-hmm. this is where what's your pensions and benefits uh, membership could be valuable for everybody mm-hmm. fantastic another question about the conference slightly off topic slightly on mm-hmm. but you did have as you mentioned Lisa Armrich as a speaker as well and she was speaking to the topic of the new Oregon State mandated retirement plan for small businesses. Yeah, the, which savings, I, the savings plan. Yes. Do I dare ask you your opinion of, uh, of this plan? I, I think that a lot of folks initially, specifically folks that are uh, like myself who are a record keeper representing an organization, feel challenged that maybe this is an organization that's going to come in and take business away. Mm-hmm. Um, First off, I think you have to understand what the state savings plan is, which is essentially an IRA mm-hmm. for employees. In mm-hmm. other words, they can only put uh, $6,000 a year into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really for businesses 
to offer something that are currently not offering a 401k. Mm-hmm. The design is, is very vanilla. Yes. And so you're really focused on a group of individuals, employees, so to speak, who have no other option. Mm-hmm. Um, those aren't our clients or even our prospects today. Sure. So I don't feel as threatened as, as one might suspect. I do find it interesting, uh, you know, in the state of Oregon, and Lisa brought up this in our speech, there's close to a million employees who do not have an employee retirement plan of any sort, whether it's a simple or 401k or something, that the right. employer sets up to, to defer into. Yes. That's a big number. And, it, and in California, that number is, is like 7 million. Mm-hmm. So I will say, whatever the solution is, there is a large number of, of, of Americans out there who need to have some type of opportunity to save for retirement, and, mm-hmm. and, and it's not in place today. Yes. So for that, uh, I, I will say, I think something is needed. Yes. Now, can we sit here and, and, and uh, debate whether what they're going to set up is, mm-hmm. is the right solution? I'm not sure about that yet, mm-hmm. uh, but I think we can all agree that that something needs to be put in place to, to support those folks. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with you on that front that there that there is the a problem. Another question that I just continue to have is looking out and seeing that there's three states that are driving this. There's California, Illinois, and Oregon. <clears throat> I'm just not from a business perspective, but just a personal perspective looking out and saying, is this going to truly address the issue? Is this going to stand up under the ideal mission that it's it's intending? Or do we have another potential failure by being a, a trailblazer in, in this space? I don't know the answer, to be honest with you, because I agree with you that I think the mission is perfect. We do want to get more coverage, and, and we as an industry as well as a state That'd be fantastic. Yeah, I agree with you 100. percent And and my hesitancy is right there with you. I mean, all you have to do is look back at Cover Oregon. Yeah. And and we have uh, a very recent uh, uh, instance of where we failed miserably. Sure. And uh, you know that that's the part of this that I think we're all really hoping doesn't have happen because mm-hmm. look what's transpired with Cover Oregon. I mean, it's cost millions and millions of dollars. Right. And. They had a mission in mind, too, Yes, and they didn't come close to uh, completing it. Yeah, well, I, I applaud you guys for having Lisa out and having her speak to that, and especially to a crowd who's so acutely aware of the challenges for those small employers and what they're dealing with, especially on the you know all the administrators in the room who yeah. really understand what this endeavor is going to look like. And I think it's pretty good that, that she, she was trying to create a bridge to that to that community in order to say maybe maybe we can help here because we do this a lot yeah I, I agree with you and, and and again don't get me wrong when the first the idea first crossed the board's uh, plate <laughs> there were some of us that pushed back a little bit yeah uh, but uh, you know and you you heard Lisa speak I, I, I she's a smart lady yeah and and she's got great ideas and, and she'll get the right team in place uh, now can they execute right yeah great point I think I think you're exactly right and uh yeah, it'll be, be fun to watch. I hope they, they do that in a good, prudent, methodical way. Mm-hmm. So, Nick, since, uh, since uh, we've got a few minutes here left, I'd really like to ask you a question, mm-hmm. considering you attended mm-hmm. uh, the spring uh, conference this year for the first time, I believe. Yes. And, uh, and thank you. You uh, were kind enough to sit on a panel mm-hmm. uh, with a, uh, a few other folks that were focused on the topic of the new 
uh, fiduciary regulations that recently came out by the mm-hmm. Department of Labor. Uh, not going to necessarily get into the details of that, but mm-hmm. curious about uh, your thoughts of being part of that panel, and, mm-hmm. and was it fun? Did you have a good time? And you know, how, how maybe you'd do it differently if we do in the future? Oh, yeah. My, it was my pleasure. Thanks for asking me to do that. The topic was the Department of Labor fiduciary regulations, which frankly is a, a challenging topic today. But in terms of the, the panel itself, it was fantastic. A um, couple other great panelists were on there with us. And I thought that the review of the materials um, and the way it was presented, structured by Western Pension, was fantastic. I think it provided a great uh, avenue to be able to speak to that, and then also a lot of interaction with the crowd. Some great questions yep. that, that really provided a lot of uh, dynamic discussion. Um, ultimately, I think there's still a lot for us to uncover and understand what that's really going to mean to the industry. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was fantastic. Well, Chris, really appreciate you coming out and joining us very much. Thank you for your time. Thank you for having Um, me. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a blast. I appreciate all your efforts uh, on the Western Pension Benefits Conference. Uh, It's neat to see what that organization is doing these days, and and it'll be fun to watch you grow um, over the years. Maybe I'll keep coming out. Well, we look forward to, you know, having you become a member. And uh, yeah, great job putting together all the all the topics for that. Um, appreciate all your thoughts on the, the new state-run plan. And then, uh, yeah, look forward to, to being in touch in the future. You got it. Thanks again, Nick. Thank you. You've been listening to Business Wellbeing, a production of BCI Group. Find us at bcigroup.com, subscribe on iTunes, or wherever you find your podcasts. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Global Retirement Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Global Retirement Partners, LLC, PCI Group, and LPL Financial are separate and non-affiliated entities.